everybody. Uh, welcome to episode 13 for uh, April 2020 of my podcast, Going on the Show with Tools. It's uh, about uh, live music in Charlotte and the surrounding area. If you haven't um, caught the podcast before and in the time of the virus, how am I going to talk about live music in and around Charlotte? Uh, you know, there haven't been any shows going on for about six weeks or so, uh, sadly enough. But uh, as I mentioned in the last podcast, there is a ton, a ton of music uh, online that's happening, uh, both archival stuff and, and new release stuff. It's just uh, really amazing what artists and musicians are doing right now, uh, putting themselves out there and sharing, you know, whether it's huge acts or local acts. Um, you know, some are raising money, you know, uh, for themselves because they're out of work musicians. You know, they can't tour right now, can't record all that stuff. And, um, you know, other big name musicians are doing it to, um, you know, raise, raise a lot of money for good causes that are um, either supporting out of work musicians or, um, you know, to help help the people struggling, you know, with everything that's going on with the virus. So it's uh, pretty inspiring. I, I know I thought I was going to have a really hard time with no live music and, and I'm actually almost, well, actually I'm overwhelmed with all the music choices online. Uh, I haven't really dipped too hard into Netflix or uh, Amazon, my Amazon Fire Stick stuff, because almost every night I'm watching uh, some music, you know, online. It's uh, it's really something. So that's what we're going to do this month. Um, kind of try to point you in some directions to, to check out some music and uh, let you know what some artists are doing and uh, share some of the stuff that I've been checking out that's new that I haven't talked about before. And then... Um, uh, that'll be it. And then we'll uh, close out with a song like we usually do. And uh, hopefully we'll be back um, to seeing music um, sometime soon, but it does seem like it's going to be a while. Um, so everything online, and it literally is everything. Uh, you can get everything from classical music. Yo-Yo Ma, the world-famous cellist, he's putting out uh, pieces recorded from his home. Um, Boston Symphony Orchestra has archival footage online that you can check out. Um, the Metropolitan Opera, I'm a big opera fan. Uh, they're doing nightly streams of ar archived uh, performances and uh, also sharing quite a bit online. There's a ton of country music online. Uh, Metallica is doing a, a weekly release of an archive show. Uh, Jimmy Buffett's doing the same. Uh, Springsteen's done a few things. Uh, it's just really if you have an artist that you miss or an artist that you were supposed to see, you know, check them out online, check their Facebook, check, check their Instagram and there's, and check YouTube. You know, there's, there's going to be stuff out there to check out. It, it's really um, pretty amazing. The stuff that's going on and it's, it's all different types too. Like there's um, some people that are performing or doing a song daily. Um, I mentioned last month, uh, two of my favorite artists, Jason Isbell and, and Amanda Shires were doing their thing called ISO lounging and they did it for 30 days straight, uh, from their home around, uh, Nashville. And, uh, every day, five o'clock central, six o'clock here in the East, uh, they'd get on for a half hour and talk. And, uh, they had, um, a guitarist from Amanda's band and in front of Amanda was also quarantining with them. So there'd be four of them on each day and they would just talk about what was going on with their lives take uh, questions, you know, over the internet from people, play a few songs, and it was just entertaining as anything. Uh, they've taken a break right now, but um, they're, they're really fun to watch, and they're all out there available on YouTube. You can check them out. 
Uh, and then uh, Ryan Bingham, you know, who uh, is a great songwriter. He he does a song each day for me calls the Cantina, a little uh, bar setup he has at his house. Uh, Lucas Nelson's been uh, releasing a song a day, pretty much called Quarantunes. And uh, B.J. Burnham, who's uh, one of my favorite artists from here in the Carolinas, uh, lead singer of American Aquarium, he does a cover a day. He picks a song, he does a cover, and and uh, that's really neat. And, um, you know, so you got people just putting stuff out daily, and it was really funny. Right towards the start of the quarantine, uh, Trey Anastasio from Fish wrote, I think it was four new songs, and he, it was almost every day he was coming out with a new song for a week. And, uh, you know, just putting them out there, recording them at home. Um, and then there's the weekly shows that are being done. This is all, all the ones I'm going to mention here are uh, archive shows that are being released on a weekly basis. Um, a lot of them are jam bands. The jam bands kind of jumped on the wagon first and started doing it. And, um, you know, the other genres have been uh, jumping in. But um, Sunday night, it starts off with Never Miss a Sunday Show. Widespread Panic uh, releases an archive show every Sunday night and streams it. On um, Humphreys McGee does a, a release every week. Uh, right now, it's Thursday night, and I'm watching Tedeschi Trucks. Uh, they do a, a thing every Thursday night. They release an archive show. Uh, Fish does Tuesday night dinner and a movie. And uh, each week they release an archive show. And um, one of the one of the guys in the band uh, does a, a recipe, puts out a recipe that you can cook if you want to have dinner while you're watching the show. Um, the Dead and Company, you know, uh, the remaining members of the Dead uh Minus Phil Lesh and with John Mayer on guitar, they're, uh, they started pretty immediately putting out a show every Saturday night. I watched a few of those, and now the, um, the original Grateful Dead, they release a show every Friday night called uh, Shakedown Stream. And, and that's been really entertaining because they have two of the archivists on for a half hour before the show to kind of talk about the show and the dead. And, they, and they've started to mix a guest in. And two weeks ago, they had Bill Walton on. And, oh, my God, it was such an entertaining half hour. Bill Walton is just so passionate about the dead and about life. And he barely gave either of the uh, co-hosts a chance to talk. It was just fabulous. And he was so entertaining and uh, telling stories about his life and the dead. And they kind of – the show's a half hour, and then they go into the stream. And they literally almost had to, like, kick him off the Internet to get Bill to stop talking uh, so they could, they could start the show on time. It was pretty funny. But, um, you know, that's, that's the, the weekly ones that are going on and, and out there and getting released. And like I said, Metallica release, releases a show every week to check out. So does uh, Jimmy Buffett. Um, and another neat thing that's going on is, um, you know, a number, we're getting into festival season. A number of uh, festivals have already been missed. And um, I was not happy at all. Last week uh, would have been, last weekend would have been Tuck Fest at... Uh, the Whitewater Center, which I talked about last year and was very excited about this year. Um, Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real were going to be there, and Lake Street Dive was going to be there. And I was looking forward to spending a couple days out there uh, checking out music. But um, also last weekend was going to be Merle Fest, another big festival here in North Carolina. And what Merle Fest did is uh, release some archive um, footage from past festivals and put it out there for people to enjoy, you know, since they couldn't be um, at the festival this year. And 420 Fest has done that, which is out of Atlanta. And uh, last weekend would have been the first um, weekend 
of what I consider to be the greatest festival of all, uh, Jazz Fest in New Orleans. And um, they put quite a bit of stuff out there last weekend to check out. And WWOZ, the big radio station in uh, New Orleans that promotes a lot of New Orleans music, um, they did huge schedules Thursday through Sunday of um, past Jazz Fest performances and highlighting bands that play at Fest. And uh, it was just great. And then there's other festivals that are going online and doing it differently. Like I think I mentioned on my last podcast, the luck reunion, that's Willie Nelson's. They did it and just kind of passed the camera around, you know, to different sites and different performers. And uh, one that happened like that last weekend was the uh, Kakua fest that's put on by Jack Johnson out in Hawaii. And it was so amazing. It was Jack Johnson in his backyard and in his kitchen and his living room. And uh, he would kind of introduce the artists and then, you know, the artists, they'd cut to the artist's location and they'd perform over the internet, you know, mostly, you know, just a solo thing. But it was great because he had um, Eddie Vedder on and had a lot of, uh, Lucas Nelson was on, had all sorts of big name artists, but then also had local Hawaiian artists on that were really great. I watched it for close to two hours and it was just fabulous. And um, that festival was all to raise money for, um, food causes in Hawaii. And I made a, you know, I made a small donation for it. They entertained me for two hours. It was uh, fabulous. And, and the way they spoke about the charity was really uh, fantastic as well. And, and I, I'll back up to um, ISO lounging because what they're doing or what they were doing is raising money for music cares, uh, which is a charity that helps musicians uh, when they're in need. And it's not just during the virus, but they gave examples like if, you have to go to the dentist and you need dental work and you don't have insurance and you don't have the money to pay for it. Um, it's not just for musicians, but anybody involved with the music industry, they can go to music cares and music cares can help them out. And out of the four people on ISO Launch, I believe three of them, or maybe all four of them have been helped by music cares at some point in their career. So um, pretty impressive organization there. Um, so I covered the daily shows and the weekly shows and uh, the Miss Festivals and uh, some ways festivals are still reaching out, you know, but not putting on their big thing. And and it gets really tough because you just keep, keep seeing the cancellations, you know, are coming up at this festival canceled, this this tour canceled. And it's it's sad. A lot of them, you know, are kind of rights of summer, rights of spring, like Jazz Fest. And I just saw one today for um, back where I grew up in, in Western Mass, uh, Green River Festival, which is a really amazing uh, a festival up there in Franklin County uh, in Greenfield, Mass. They do an awesome job every year. They just announced that they're not going to be putting on their festival this year. And I don't think that's until the end of July or start of August. So, I mean, that's pretty far out and they're already canceling. And um, it's just kind of the state of, of where things are and the way it's going to be. I know in April I had um, a bunch of shows here in Charlotte I was psyched up to see. And and um, had them in my phone, my phone calendar, which is my social calendar. And, you know, I'd get a pop up on a day. Oh, you know, Tuckfest was here. Or, you know, this one was playing a visual lighter. That one was a neighborhood. And, you know, it didn't it didn't happen. And uh, it's kind of a tough reminder. But but the online stuff is, is really helping. It's really fantastic. And uh, I know, you know, I'm I'm fortunate. I, I've kept my job and and uh, working from home. I've been doing for um, I think five, six weeks now. And, and I'll pop my TV on during the day. And while I'm working, I'll, I'll just put on YouTube and pick some music and play it. 
I've been going through quite a bit of um, jazz at Lincoln Center orchestras uh, performances. And oh, and I wasn't going to mention that, but this is a great story. So I'm watching, I put on a jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra show. And it was, um, I want to say it was the music of, um, it was either, I think it was Mingus that day. It was one of the artists I really love. I want to say it's, it was Mingus. And um, they introduced the musical director, Wynn Marcells, is uh, the head of the Lincoln Center Jazz Orchestra. And he introduced who the music director was for that night that curated the show and, and all that and picked the soloists. And they mentioned they had a guest drummer and the guest drummer was Joe Farnsworth, who I played high school basketball against in Massachusetts and was just an awesome, awesome guy. And um, it was so wild to see a guy I was uh, friendly with uh, we had a mutual friend in common and, and played a lot of pickup basketball together and, and uh, later in our college years had some beers together. Um, just a great guy. And I knew he'd become a, a professional drummer and was uh, down in the New York City area. And, but I didn't, you know, I never got to see him play and, or anything like that. So to kind of be sitting in my uh, dining room table a day and, and have the TV on and see Joe Farnsworth playing drums with Wenton Marcellus and the Lincoln Center Jazz Orchestra just gave me such a smile, and uh, it, it was just awesome. And uh, it, was, it was great to see that. So Joe Farnsworth, one of the many prides of uh, South Hadley, Massachusetts, was up there. Um, so that was neat. But um, some of the other other artists uh, that have been doing performances online that I wanted to mention and, uh, and hopefully you can check out is uh, one is Black Pumas. Um, they did a, a streaming show one night that was uh, just excellent. They're a, a band out of Austin, and um, they're actually going to be the closing song for, for this month's podcast, so you'll get to check them out a little bit uh, later. Uh, they were supposed to be coming to town here in Charlotte, and um, that's been postponed, so just um, a bummer because I haven't seen them yet. It would have been cool to see them. And then uh, this other group, uh, The War and the Treaty, which is, I believe, a husband and wife team, and uh, they're soul R&B kind of gospel singers. And um, they did an online streaming thing a night that was just amazing. Their two voices together are just fantastic. So if you get a, ch a chance, check out um, War in the Treaty. I also checked out uh, a new alt-country uh, guy that I haven't had a chance to see yet, Kay uh, Caleb Cottle. He was excellent. His last name C-A-U-D-L-E. If you're into that kind of music and if you haven't heard of him yet, um, definitely check him out. And um, uh, artist I've seen a bunch of times, uh, but I love blues uh, guitarist Samantha Fish. Uh, she did uh, a lunchtime show a day, and uh, it was fantastic. Because the really great thing about a lot of these Instagram streaming or YouTube streaming shows or Facebook streaming shows that happen is it's just the artist in their home, and uh, they kind of talk some more and open up some more and and uh, share some stories. And sometimes they'll take questions, you know, as they come in on the stream and stuff. And uh, Samantha shared quite a bit and, and she talked quite a bit and it was um, really entertaining along with um, your know, amazing guitar work and voice. So it's really kind of cool. These performances, you get to know a little bit more about artists uh, that way. And it was um, funny last Saturday night, uh, after the Kakua festival was over, I checked out um, Cody Jinks performance, who's, really um uh blown up on the um all country scene i got to see him in neighborhood um i think it was two years ago now but a great artist great songwriter great singer and he was drinking during his uh show and it was him solo 
and he was definitely sharing some opinions of uh, other artists and stuff that he probably wouldn't share. He was a little testy at times, but uh, it was it was sure entertaining. It was real good. Um, and then uh, some archival footage that's out there that you can um, check out online and through wherever however you like to stream stuff. But um, NPR has um, made uh, a ton of their Tiny Desk concerts available. Those are out there on archive. So is, um, I think there's 36 episodes of um, Austin City Limits that have been released. And um, those are, are just fantastic to check out. And there's also some new Tiny Desk concerts being done. Um, they did a fantastic one um, honoring uh, John Prine, who passed away this month, a uh, uh, great uh, songwriter and, and folk artist. And uh, he's just influenced so many artists that I love. Um, he's really, really amazing. And, um, I never got to see him live with, it was never, um, you know, into him when I was growing up or anything like that. But I, I know that I've seen him, you know, sit in with so many other artists on online performances and TV and stuff like that. And I know he's just very well revered in um, the music community. And they did a tiny desk where it was different artists, you know, doing uh, covers of his songs, and they had Nathaniel Ratliff was on there, one of the artists, and um, one of my favorite duos, um, uh, Rodrigo and Gabriela, they did an awesome Tiny Desk concert from their home that was uh, fantastic too. So just more stuff to check out, you know. Um, it's it's funny, you know. There's nights where there's just too much to check out, like tonight. Um, I watched uh, Jan Janelle Monet. Uh, did uh, Verizon's doing a series of uh, concerts, you know, to support small business. And uh, she was on for a half hour at eight o'clock. And I watched that and then um, uh, got into some other stuff. And then I, I turned Tedeschi Trucks on and I totally missed uh, Brent Cobb, who's a great artist. Um, he was doing something online at eight o'clock and, and missed it. Um, you know, there's just that much stuff out there. It's pretty amazing. And then I also wanted to mention the local artists that can be helped, you know, wherever you're living and whatever band you're into, you know, a lot of, some of these um, musicians, it's they're professionals, you know, it's what they do. It's where their income comes from and they can't go out and perform right now and uh, make their living. So if um, you see pop-up performances from uh, local artists and they have a tip jar available or the Venmo address out there, help them out, you know, and, um, uh, Throw them, throw them a few bucks, you know, um, whatever you can spare. It's it's a great way to support music and the arts. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll kind of get sidetracked there for a little bit. You know, a lot of people think, you know, music and the arts and things like that don't matter. And I've seen a great meme and, and I forget who the quote was from. It's like, well, if you don't think arts and music, you know, matter or are important, you know, try not listening, try to get through this virus and stay at home, you know, without music, without television shows, without movies to watch, without books to read, you know, all that, all, there's so much art right now being consumed. And, um, it's just, I think it's foolish to think that it's not important. You know, it's certainly not as important as getting help to people who need it medically and things like that. But, um, you know, arts, all kinds of arts are very, very important to our society. So I'll, um, hop off the, the, the soapbox there for a second, but, um, two of the local artists that I, um, checked out recently was, uh, two of my, two of my favorites. Uh, one is, uh, Jason Atkins who goes by greasy keys. He's a local keyboardist 
and he is the organist at the Charlotte Checker, Checkers games. And I go to a ton of Checkers games. And uh, he does a really fun mix of stuff at the Checkers games. And he's got a jersey with uh, greasy keys on the back. And he even sells merch at the games. He's very, very popular. Uh, everybody loves greasy keys at the hockey games. And, and he gigs around town, you know, in different bands and, and does uh, band karaoke and all that. And and he, you know he can't perform right now. In the last month or so, the checkers schedule got canceled. You know, so he lost revenue there. So he's done a couple Saturday night at six o'clock performances uh, with another woman playing guitar with him, and, and they do duets or or jam together on songs, and it's been really great. And the really funny thing is, they'll take requests as they come in over the stream, but they don't do all the requests. And in particular, the woman that sings with him really doesn't want to do a song. She lets it be known pretty clearly. And uh, it was funny. This I think it's the same guy, but both weeks, uh, Picture by uh, Cheryl Crow and Kid Rock, which is a song I like. And I've played on a jukebox uh, many times, often with uh, some beverages in me. But uh, that song got requested both times in the first week. Uh, it got requested uh the, the woman said, no, I don't know that one. We're not going to play it. And uh, Jason said, yeah. He goes, I've probably done it a thousand times on with uh, live band karaoke, but we're not going to do it tonight. And uh, then it was a couple weeks later, he did another show and somebody, you know, put in there, hey, I want to hear a picture. Are you guys learn it yet? It's like, nope, we haven't learned a picture yet. And we probably won't. <laughs> so so that's uh it's amusing and fun because i am sure it's very very hard to be a local uh a local singer who does covers and you have to sit there and be the human jukebox and uh you know people might be really passionate about a song that you just <laughs> you don't know it because you don't want to play it so uh it's funny and then uh my friend doug norton who's been a guest to the show doug uh doug's doug plays in a few different bands but his main gig is with uh chicago rewired and uh they did a whole show. They got the whole band together. They went to a bar. I forget whether it was an Indian trail or Indian land. Uh, one of the local communities here in Charlotte. Um, it wasn't a bar I've been to, but they pretty much, you know, nobody in the bar, but them. And they set it up like they would their normal stage set up and had somebody in there filming and doing lights and stuff. And they did their whole Chicago rewired show. And it was fantastic. They did a great job. And also, uh, Doug got to sing lead on a song and, uh, it was a, um, uh, a Chicago song that I don't know. No. So I, I even learned a bit through it, but um, you know, it's just important to help people out wherever you can and however you can, whatever causes are uh, important to you. If you're still working and have the means, you know, help, help some people out where you can, uh, you know, everybody keeps saying we're in this, we're in the same boat and we're not in the same boat. Not everybody's going through the same thing right now. You know, not everybody's in the same situation and, uh, yeah, there's people that are doing fine through this and even flourishing. And there's people that are really, really having a hard time, you know, from uh, all different sorts, all different aspects of our society. And unfortunately, a lot of the parts of our society that are um, uh, in the most danger regularly anyways, you know, are in the most need. So um, it's tough. But uh, hopefully things get better. Um, being here in the South, you know, we have some aggressive governors who are already opening some stuff up. But uh, I really don't know when I'm going to see a live concert again. And uh, it just seems like it's getting pushed pushed out and pushed out further. There's not really a way to get people to, together for a concert 
and allow an audience in and social distance. I, um, I really can't think of it, you know, unless you did something outside and really mandated where people could stand and stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what'll be done, but, um, I know I, I certainly wouldn't be quick to, um, you know, go out to the lawn at, uh, PNC amphitheater, you know, with thousands of other people or, or even, um, go to a pack show at a neighborhood club, you know, that, that would be tough to do right now. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how things go, but I'll keep, um, checking out music online and, and hopefully being a resource for you where you can, uh, find music online. And if there's any artists I missed or, or, uh, didn't mention, um, you know, text me, uh, email me, however you want to get in touch with me and let me know what you're doing, you know, for music through all this. So, uh, thanks again for listening. I appreciate everybody listening. It's been over a year now of doing the podcast and, and, and I love it. It's a great, great, uh, way for me to share my passion with, uh, in music and live music in, in particular. So, uh, thanks, thanks everyone for listening. I'll be back in May with another show. And, uh, the song that's going to take you out this month is, uh, Dirty Dirty by, uh, Black Pumas out of Austin. Check them out.